This is episode 7, The Stages of Belief During a Breakup. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Relationship Globe podcast. And this is the podcast that's focused on building relationships and recovering from relationship fails, including the relationship with yourself. I'm so happy to be with you this morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on whatever time you're listening to this episode. And I thank you for choosing to spend this time with me. I'm super happy and grateful that you've decided to give this episode a listen, so shout out to you guys. Today, I wanted to talk about the stages of belief that someone may be going through after a breakup has occurred or as you're trying to get over any hardship or hurdle when it comes to your cherished goals, because a lot of that may require you to break up with people, ideas, or behaviors that no longer help you. The stages of belief are important to review because at some point, You may recognize that you want to work on something that's important to you, such as a breakup or a goal, but you may also notice that your belief through this process may fluctuate, thus affecting the effectiveness with which you operate and work towards your breakup or your goals. But before I do that, I wanted to talk about what I've been up to lately and how belief and the stages of belief are impacting my coaching and work as well. So lately, I've been having a lot of fun during my coaching journey And this journey has been sprinkled with some moments of reflection in terms of how I want to serve others in my coaching practice. Recently, I have mostly been thinking about how my business can be expansive and not just confined to a specific group of people. Expansive and not closed off. Expansive and maybe full of a little bit more possibility. Expansive and allowing me to work with people through coaching in general. So this naturally led me to think about and be more curious about how I may be able to serve way more people than I thought was possible. Now, my interest is in relationships and breakups, and because of this, in the beginning of my coaching journey, I thought, like, this is it. This is going to be my niche, or niche, however you guys say it. And these are my people. This is where I should focus all of my efforts. This is where I truly believed I was supposed to be at 100% especially because I was encouraged to try it this way as best as I could by one of my coaches before I decided that nothing was working. I figured that I really love this subject. I have a great interest in it. I already read about it. I think about this stuff all the time. So this is where I'm at and this is where I should stay at. But as I was being coached last week about something I have been feeling stuck on, which was why was I not finding anyone who actually wanted breakup coaching at this time, my coach asked me to consider whether my coaching practice can include many different types of breakups. In response, my mind was cracked open. My mind was blown. I was like, what is she talking about? I was left with my mouth mouth there open for a little bit. But as we continue to talk about and explore different possibilities for me during moments where I felt stuck on my niche, she reminded me that even though there are many expert opinions on how a business should be handled, I have the liberty to ultimately choose how I wanted to do things. And that should really be the fun part of work, right? Especially if you're working towards creating something that you love or creating any type of business. So I could actually choose how to carry on. I could choose how to try new things and new practices. And this also meant that I could choose 
to also focus on general life coaching, in addition to breakup and relationship coaching. Since this was what was happening already, um, I was putting a word out there that I was doing breakup coaching, but people were reaching out to me that wanted to work on other things. And I was sort of stuck and wondering, well, when am I going to have a chance to like really focus on nothing but breakups? However, because I was sort of stuck in that mindset, I didn't realize that I was actually helping people, that I was actually given the opportunity to learn about all of these other types of things that could actually help me be a way better coach and help other people as well when those other types of situations could come up. So when my coach was talking to me about these possibilities, my mind just sort of was blown because I didn't think I could also just do life coaching, general life coaching. And this really meant that I could work with men, I could work with women, young adults, older adults, uh, people that are working through various things, as long as they felt that I could help them and they were actually committed to themselves, I could actually totally coach them. Especially if I was interested in many things, many ideas and many people, and the fact that I just wanted to coach people meant that I could do that, whether they were going through a breakup or not. Now, when she asked whether my coaching can include many types of breakups, she ultimately reminded me that I could coach on breakups from many things, not just people. I could, for example, coach on heartbreak, breakups, and repairing your relationship with yourself because it's totally my jam. But I could also coach people on how to break up with their current relationship with food, how to break up with their current money mindset, how to break up with their bad relationship habits, or how to break up with terrible beliefs. My coach was a genius. Um, This coaching session just left me feeling very hopeful because sometimes you're just so stuck on an idea that you sometimes forget that you can change your mind or choose to do things your way. And I was totally forgetting that I could choose differently or could choose more for myself. And this actually kept me from expanding and creating bigger perspective in my coaching practice. So from this experience, I was able to notice and see how changes in beliefs can affect how one can do things and what one's outcomes could be. So instead of believing that I had to stay with only breakup recovery coaching, breakup recovery coaching, I was able to find a new belief that I could help people break up with other things, ideas, or habits, or just quite anything that might be against their best interest over the long term. So I have decided that I am coaching on all things breakup now. It just doesn't have to be with only people. It can be breaking up with anything that no longer serves you. And this is to help you accomplish your cherished, big, audacious goals. Now, this has got me excited and thinking about continuing to build my coaching practice in a much more expansive way. It has also inspired me to continue building my program, such as adding simple to learn concepts or creating worksheets for it, learning how to build my website, creating valuable information that people might enjoy and apply right away, learning how to build webinars or learning how to create small video presentations to share on various social media pages, lots of different things. And let me tell you, for someone that has never done anything like these types of things that I just described, 
this is big and I'm learning so much as well as learning so much about myself throughout this process in terms of what's possible for me and what I'm capable of. But the reason I'm also talking about the story is to demonstrate that in order to move forward in life, one has to be open to the possibility that beliefs can be changed and that there are stages of beliefs and that beliefs can be worked on. I have realized that I have had various episodes that talk about the importance of doing thought work and on creating beliefs that are for your higher purpose, but I have not talked much about how that might start off. Now, I want to briefly teach a concept, or it might be a little bit longer than I thought maybe, actually, now that I think about it. I want to teach a concept that will tie into my work that my coach, Stacy Bayman, had reviewed in one of her podcasts, but I want to do so and put my own spin on it because it was just so simple and beautiful and pertinent to how much we live our lives, especially for those of us who are working on self-improvement and mental health on a consistent basis. So here though, I'm going to talk a little bit about how that might appear in breakup work. Now, according to Stacy, there are three stages of belief that one goes through when trying to make a change. When it is an effective successful change this is what happens first you go through the stage of impossibility then you go through the stage of possibility and finally you go through the stage of inevitability simple enough right but in the beginning before any change is possible there exists a stage where you think it is impossible to reach your goals You think it is impossible to create a change and you think it is impossible to do all of the things you've been wanting to do. You think you're doomed to exist as you always have and that things will never change. Negative thoughts are through the roof here. These thoughts, if not checked, can pretty much create stagnation. Now this stage can be pretty depressing because from this standpoint, you pretty much may have resigned to a very slim chance that any worthwhile change can occur for you. You might have hopes and dreams for something different, but if your thoughts are constantly on why something may not work, it is totally possible that you feel and do very little to go in the direction of seeing if anything might work. You may keep engaging in thoughts, feelings, and actions that keep you stuck and in the life that you already know and are familiar with. Let's take the common example of weight loss. If you're thinking about losing weight and maybe you think to yourself, it would be nice if I lost some weight, You have thoughts about why this goal might be important for you, but if you are deeply entrenched in the stage of impossibility, if you think that you will not achieve this goal ever, you're likely to feel discouraged, stressed, overwhelmed, or depressed, and these feelings are likely to lead to actions that will actually lead to less chances of you changing your habits. You think it is impossible already, you start to feel bad, and you most likely continue to overeat not even try anything new that could get you closer to losing weight. Now this has happened to all of us at one point or another because we're all human and our human brains offer us these thoughts of impossibility. Why? Because the brain offers us these thoughts to keep us safe and comfortable. But if we want something different for ourselves, we want to leave the safety and stagnation and begin working on thoughts of possibility. So what does this stage of possibility look like? How do we actually get there? The answer is actually quite simple, but like anything worth doing, it requires a bit of practice 
consistency, and dedication. The simplicity starts with actually reflecting, examining, and questioning our current thoughts and beliefs, which may include thoughts of impossibility and becoming aware of how they are impacting us. If we start to question and examine the negative thoughts of impossibility, we question them in such a way as to combat the absolute black and white position that we might have been taking. When we question, we do not blindly accept our negative thoughts as truth. We think to ourselves, but what if this were not true? What then? What does it mean? How would things be different? If we question the quote-unquote truth of our impossible thoughts, we might very well see that these thoughts do nothing to serve us or help us get closer to our goals. What it also does is create perspective on how things could be different. And if things could be different, if there is even a tiny chance, then possibility is born. With that tiny chance, with possibility, comes the task of imagining a world where your goals can exist. With that chance comes the task of imagining how your life will be while you're working towards your goals or after you've already accomplished them. For example, if you were to ask yourself, what if it were possible to lose weight? Your job is to just let the mind imagine and flow. How might that look like? What could you try? What feelings could help create possibility? Curiosity, hope, creativity, determination, inspiration... What might I have to do? Eat less and more often? Eat more fruits and veggies? Eat less carbs? Eat less snacks? Eat less meat and dairy? Drink more water? Stretch? Walk? Dance? Lift weights? Ride my bike? Take my dog to the park? What might that feel like? Good, healthy, exciting, fun, refreshing? The key here is to continue with the task of imagining possibility entertain thoughts of possibility, feel the feelings that could come from possibility, take the baby steps that could create possibility, and from your success, continue to take examples of the times thinking from possibility worked and do it over and over again. If you saw that eating less sugar helped you lose weight that one week, then why don't you try eating less sugar again the following week? If you saw that drinking a lot of water that one day helped you feel more full and eat less junky food, then why don't you try drinking more water again tomorrow and see what happens. The point is to be consistent in your possibility thoughts and to take creative, curious actions until you create different results. Results that are way removed from where you were in the stage of impossibility. But what's also important in this stage is acknowledging that there could be failure and that there could be mistakes or missteps along the way and that this doesn't necessarily mean that all of your effort is derailed or gone or that you won't accomplish your goals, but that it is also part of the process and that your process is still continuing. And once you're on a roll here, you begin to see that your beliefs begin to shift. You start to think, Maybe what I want is possible and maybe I can do it. The more I think about it and do it, the more it becomes possible and the more I come from a place of possibility, the more this attainment of the goal becomes inevitable. And this is exactly where we want to be. Inevitability. We actually want to work towards inevitability when it becomes to learning to believe new things, learning towards working new things. So inevitability. What is this? What does it mean when we consider the stages of belief 
this being the final step that we're working towards in the stage of belief. Inevitability is that juicy, confident, exciting knowledge that you're on your way to killing your goals. That you just know in your gut that what you're working on is going to happen or is already happening. It means that you have entertained, considered, play with, played with, imagined, and worked within that possibility so much that you started to get results that were amazing and inevitable. You suddenly feel that the accomplishment of your goal is inevitable. And even if things might be a little bit rough or if there is ever a misstep, you can acknowledge what has happened without your belief being shaken. You still go after what you want with thoughts and beliefs that things are happening and that you are on your way. That your success, accomplishment, or completion of this goal is as good as done. So this stage is the exciting, sexy, fun stage. This is the stage where we all want to be in all of the time when it comes to working towards something meaningful. Because it just feels so good and it's so certain and so full of life. But as we all know, when we start working on something, it doesn't come as easily as we think or would like it to, which is why I felt it was necessary to talk about the three stages. When we work towards something, it's important to recognize that there are various stages of belief. The first stage is the most annoying stage for sure, but once you know that it is okay and perfectly normal to start here, if you are here, You can also recognize that you can work through these stages of belief, starting with one thought at a time. A thought is just a sentence, a phrase, a collection of words that you assign meaning to. And when that thought is worked on on a consistent basis, you are essentially working on your power of belief and mindset. Now, most people are overwhelmed and think, oh my God, just there's just so many impossible beliefs here. How can I do this? But if you break it down and simplify it, just start with one thought and belief versus a collection and a whole number, giant number, right, of thoughts and beliefs, you will see that you can begin working through the stages until you can get to that sexy fun part, which is inevitability. And knowing that there are different thoughts, feelings, actions associated with each stage will help you go through these stages in a much more efficient and conscious way. It is a process that is meant to feel a bit icky, tricky, and hard at the beginning, but but will eventually move with such momentum that you will feel able to handle all of the thoughts, emotions, and actions, even the negative stuff, in a way that will help you win. One thought at a time is all it takes. One thought at a time from impossibility, possibility, and eventually to inevitability. Now where coaching is involved, my coaching is here to help you get there. If you want to get over a breakup, which is something I am still working on and would love to help you with, and you want to believe that it is inevitable that you will heal and move on to another cherished part of your life, this is where coaching can help. But if you want to work on other things, such as wanting to know how to break up with your current relationship with food, how to break up with your current money mindset, how to break up with your bad relationship habits, or how to break up with terrible beliefs that affect your health, your relationships, your business, your work, your creativity projects, check out my website and book a free one-on-one call. Now, 
I want to teach as much as I can on these podcasts and on my website, on my blog, um, any other medium that I'm trying to teach these concepts through. But if you think coaching is something that could help you, just as is that just like it has helped me and other people like me work on other things, it's worth it to see what coaching can do for you. Um, we can chat and find out if coaching is right for you and how it can help you. If you want to learn more about relationships, how to improve the relationship that you have with yourself, or how to break up with ideas or bad habits or beliefs that no longer work for you, check out my tips on my blog. Give my other episodes a listen. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. If you're not quite ready to book a consult, those are also helpful places where you can get more information on how to help you get started on working towards your goals. Either way, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode today. I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend and I hope you guys take these stages of belief and the idea of breaking up with ideas, habits, old beliefs that no longer work for you into mind as you're working on your fabulous, big audacious goals and just keep in mind that it's all part of your process and sometimes this process has its ups and downs Sometimes you'll go back and forth between belief, but if you're consistent and you work on your beliefs, one belief at a time, one thought at a time, you will eventually get to a stage where you get to the sexy, juicy stage of inevitability, and this is where you're going to see so much magic happen. So hopefully this is something you enjoyed, and you guys have a very good night, or day, or weekend, or week, whatever you are currently enjoying right now. Have a good day. Bye-bye.